Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. Hey, hey, what's cracking? Welcome to the program. I am Jim Rome, and we are live from the fountains of the Bellagio. Remember, this week, brought to you in part by Wendy's with Wendy's Breakfast. Two for three dollar biggie bundles. You can choose the pair you want. Limited time only during breakfast hours. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. What's going on? Alvin, if I can, it's a Thursday, but we've done it every single day to start the week. I need that decky, yeah? I gotta have that. I gotta have that, Alvin. Normally, it's only on Friday. However, when you're in Vegas for Super Bowl, every bleeping day is Friday. It's so awesome. The sun is out. We are uh, across from the Bellagio. Again, if you're joining us late and you haven't been tracking this sort of thing, we are not on Radio Row this week. We have taken to the strip. We had the monster stage with the great backdrop, and we were having an absolute blast. Clones, let me dial you in. By now, you probably figured this out. We are going wall to wall. Hey, Tommy. Got some airtime right there for a minute. What's up, yo? What's up, boss? What's up, vamp? Good to see you. Dude, the sun's out. You should get some. Just kidding. Not really. Trying to hide. <laughs> We've got wall-to-wall guests. Today is an enormous day. It's an absolutely monster day. What we're going to do is similar to yesterday. I've got a number of guests coming right here on the set at the Bellagio. We've got some other guests back on Radio Row where I normally reside, but not this year. And we're going to bounce back and forth between the two. In the meantime, if you want to jump in, if you want to crack on my fit, if you want to do what you clones do, the telephone number is toll-free nationwide. 1-800-636-8686. You know to find me on the X platform also at Jim Rome and you can still email me at Rome R-O-M-E at habitate.com. Really quickly I want to run down my guests. Coming up in just one moment, Rashad White. He will join me on set right here outside the Bellagio. Gary V coming up next segment. Joe Montana later on in hour number one. Max Crosby top of hour two. Drew Brees in the second hour. Matt Judon in the second hour. Baker Mayfield here on the set at the top of hour number three. Jamar Chase and we will close the day with Austin Eckler. It is that kind of a day. So this is good. I feel great. Let's get it going. Why don't we get our first guest over here? Love this guy. This is the way you start the day. We're joined right now by somebody who's a running back for the Tampa Bay Bucks. He had career highs in rushing and receiving this season. More than 1,500 yards from scrimmage. A second-team all-Pac-12 player from Arizona State. Of course, I'm talking about Rashad White, my man. It is so good to see you, dude. How you doing? I'm doing good, Ron. Thanks good for having to see me you, man. On. Good to see you, dude. Good to All see right, you so too. during the regular season, when you and I talked, we talked about your commitment in terms of time and money and what you do to take care of your body. Now that the season is over, I'm curious, what's your approach? Do you give some time to recover, rest, or do you stay on that grind? Where are you at right now? Uh, right now, yeah, I am uh, relaxing a good amount, but uh, I go in there. I go in my uh, weight room with my strength conditioning coach. I always try to get a little pump in, just do something, get the blood flowing. So I, I just get on a bike. Um, it's just hard for me to just let my body shut completely all the way down, but I still do a lot. Uh, I still do a lot of body work, things like that with my um, PT and my, my, my team. And, you know, I just I just basically chill, but I don't want to just sit, sit down and be lazy all day. I get that. Movement, man. You need some movement. Let me ask you this. You finish up your second season. Season, but you're doing things early in your career that guys generally don't do until much later on. I'm talking about things like mobility, dry needling, massage, things that guys don't get to. How did you figure this out so soon, and why is that stuff so important to you? 
Uh, it's just huge, man. Uh, obviously, health at the running back position is the the, the biggest thing, and um, you know you're able to do whatever wherever you want and accomplish whatever you want in this world. You stay healthy, so uh, it's just me. Um, going back to Arizona State, just the coaches I've been around, just the people that I've been around, just how much passion and how much care I have for football and much love I really have for football. So obviously, like I said, health is the number one important thing, and um, that's just how it's always been. Availability is always going to be your best ability. Rashad White joining me. Now, you're coming off a year where you took a huge step forward. You had more than 1,500 yards from scrimmage, nearly 1,000 yards rushing. I know you're not satisfied, but when you look back on the season, what kind of thoughts do you have and how much pride is there in what you did accomplish this year? Uh, you know, thoughts are... Or, I mean, for me, I'm just always even keel. So I'm never too high, never too low. Uh, ask my team about me. That's just who I am. I'm always a grateful. I'm always grateful. I'm always blessed, man. I'm always truly thankful. Uh, obviously, God and, and what he has helped me accomplish, my, my team, my circle, my people around me, all my training and all that. But uh, for me, just this season, it was huge for sure to uh, take that step up. Obviously, yeah, for sure, I wanted to get a 1,000. Uh, it literally, it, it hurt me when I didn't get it, um, obviously. And, and just the drought that Tampa has had and, and running backs not rushing for a 1,000 over nine years but I just need to keep going and keep going the way I'm going and I'm pretty sure you know uh, it's always in God's time and so that's the biggest thing but I'm blessed for sure to have 1500 scrimmage and you know my mindset is just you you stay consistent and, and then you got to eclipse what you did so you know you're only best you only uh, as best as you are uh, you know today as as well as you can't dwell on the past day one man day one always Rashad White joining us you mentioned the 1000 yards when you and I chopped it up back in December we talked about that mission man you had that mission you wanted that gur. You wanted that 1,000 yards. For those who don't know, he ended up with 990. 990. How badly did you want that number and how much does it motivate you now to get it next year? Uh, wanted it badly, man. Uh, I didn't get it against Carolina. Um, I, I understood um, my coaches had going on. Obviously, we ran the ball. We ran the clock out. Uh, we won a division. We was winning. Um, so, that was huge. It was like 9, 10 yards, like you said, to go. Literally had 10 yards to go. We we, we, we ended up taking knees. Um, and it, it, it hurt me, honestly. It hurt me. Um, and But I understood what my coaches wanted. I mean, I, I shed some tears on that field, but I, I really love that, that I did that because uh, just showed me how much love and, you know, how much you care and how much passion you got and then I always you know I always just got to trust like I said in God's time and so it was a reason God didn't let me get that hundred uh, thousand yards and you know I'll be way better this year coming Dude, up. Dude I know how badly you wanted that it makes me wonder like you're going to be a team guy you're going to do the right, the right thing you're going to respect the coaches or and man I love Baker. Baker's coming up later on I love the guy I'm not saying he has anything to do with this but do you take a look at like what Jameis Winston did when he went rogue and he went into the huddle and he just kind of just bagged what the coaches said and got his guy his TD. Is there any part of you who thinks, man, that would have been nice? Uh, honestly, no. Uh, I seen what Jameis did. Honestly, uh, I was hurt, like I said, but uh, I was just blessed to get the win, man. Going to playoffs two years in a row. You know, obviously winning division two years in a row, man. Nobody thought we would be nothing last year. So, uh, for real, like, the biggest thing. But I, I will say what it did is it did help me, though. You know, it lit another fire uh, under me. And, uh, I mean, I went into the playoffs and I was rolling, man. Uh, the passion and the I had and, and the name I really try to make for myself in the big moments, it, it was huge. So I say not getting that thousand yards helped me out for I sure. I got you. I appreciate playoffs. that. And I know what you're about. I know you're about the team. You're about the big goals, the team goals, and the team made that great, great run late in the half. Yeah, second half of the year, the team was four and seven. You rip off five of your last six. You beat the defending NFC champs, Philadelphia, in the playoffs. What did you learn about yourself and what did the team learn about its overall identity in making that run the way they did? Uh, we just learned about just uh, uh, togetherness, man. Uh, we got a 
bunch of great leaders on that team, a bunch of underrated guys uh, that have been putting work in time. So for us as the young guys, we just follow their lead, man. We just trust it. Nobody pointing fingers at each other. We always trying to figure out what we can do better. Like you said, we went into a tough, uh, you know, to a tough drought, but we was in them games. You know, we just didn't do enough to win them games. So ripping off the last uh, like five or six, man, it was just huge. It was huge for us just to see what we really can be when we really lock in. We're talking to Rashad White. You know, the team introduced Liam Cohen as the new offensive coordinator on Tuesday. He made it clear already that he's really familiar with you going back to your time at Arizona State. He's excited to work with you. What are your initial impressions of him and his offense? Uh, I'm excited to work with Liam. Um, uh, just meeting him in the weight room before his press conference, man, it was huge. Um, I just like him. Very energetic guy. Uh, very young. Um, and, and, and you can see he's very positive. Um, he gives off a certain vibe, a certain energy. Uh, I know he's smart from his coaching tree and things like that. Like that so I just see his uh, offense and things like that the things he want to do with me and uh, you know we was talking about that and things like that and you know I'm up for it I, I believe it's going to be a lot of creativity in our offense this year uh, it's going to be a lot of moving around and, and guys going to put be put in great positions you know, I don't play favorites, but I got to admit, Baker Mayfield's always been one of my favorite guys. Can you describe this dude like as a baller, as a competitor, as a leader? When you like you, he has a really different journey. He's persevered. I'm going to ask you about your journey one more time in a minute. But what do you have to say about him as that guy when it comes to leading, motivating, and man, just balling with a giant chip on his shoulder? Yeah, man, he's very gutsy, man. Uh, he got a lot of guts, man. Um, and, and 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 he just he just like you said, man, baller. I, I think he's a baller. He's the ultimate competitor for sure. Um, and he wants to win, man. He wants to, to win. He's big on team. Um, he's not big on self. Uh, he's big on understanding and trying to do the right thing. And he just got great character, man. And, and uh, you know, it's crazy. I was talking to Luke Keekley last night, and we both were just talking about how, like, you know, it's, it's, you don't come across a lot of just great or good human beings in life. So, you know, when you do, you just got to cherish it, man. And I say that's the biggest thing about uh, Bake, man. So I'm happy for him. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Dude, that's the highest praise imaginable. You know, you mentioned earlier about your circle. How tight do you keep your circle? I mean, you want to make sure that those are the type of people, right, in your circle. How careful are you about who you let in, and how do you, tight do you keep your circle? Uh, I keep my circle very tight, uh, man, really. I, just really my day ones that have been with me from the jump. Obviously, there's been people that came along across the way that just been great people in my camp. So, of course, I, I added. But my tight, I mean, my circle is pretty small, man. It's pretty tight. I'm also a guy, I just like to be out the way. Uh, I don't like to be all in the mix or all in the action or all outside, man. I, I really stay to myself, man. Uh, you know, um, spend a lot of time with my daughter, things like that. It's just certain things that uh, my priorities and my values in life and my responsibilities is what I focus on and handle. Of course, I have fun and I live because I'm young, but, um, you know, I prioritize other things more than that. Rashad White joining us. You know, you and I have talked in the past so many times, but for those who don't know, I think it's really important to reset your journey. I want to mention you have stops that include D2 Ball, Mount San Antonio College, Arizona State. We talked about the jobs you had at Mount Sac, right? You had to work at a recycling plant. You worked in security. You were actually a sign spinner at one time. Dude, I'm going to guess that those jobs probably weren't a whole lot of fun. In fact, I'm going to guess those jobs probably sucked. 
But if you could change any of that right now, dude, would you? Or is all that a big reason why you and I are sitting here having this conversation right now? Yeah, I wouldn't change none of that, man, My for man. the world, man. Love Everything, it. man. I worked at Bob's Furniture. It, it all just, like you said, just it's character, man. It's character building. It just helps mold you. Um, it, it just sees how bad, you know, you want something. You know, I just remember working all them jobs. And, yeah, obviously, like you said, it sucked in the moment, man. But you just, I'm just thinking to myself, telling myself every day, like, I can't see my life like this for me, you know what I'm saying? I, I got a great opportunity to really, you know, make it out and, and do something life-changing for myself, but also for my family. So, man, I was telling myself every day, like, I'm just not a 9-to-5 guy in, in this way, in this magnitude. Like, this not going to be my life, man. And, and just working them jobs just helped me understand. Like, you know, it put me also in other people's shoes and perspective, man, and how, how everybody's job, though, in life, like, no matter what people think, it's, it's important, man. Everybody works hard in life, you know, no matter what situation or wh what you in, like, where you stand in that man I, I really commend people in life for whatever you do man they do it at they do it at the highest level of what they do that's what we that's what we respect there is nobility in all sorts of work man whatever your craft is go as hard as you possibly can take great pride in it and do the best you can obviously i know you want to be playing on sunday but i can't let you go without a prediction help me break this thing down what do you think the game comes down to and who do you like on sunday oh man yeah, yeah you put me on the spot with this one um yeah um no, honestly, dude, I've asked you much tougher questions than that, man. <laughs> uh, for me, honestly, um, man, I'm just being honest. I, I do believe, like, the 49ers, I mean, of course, on paper, is like the best team. Uh, but sometimes, for me, it's just about coaching, things like that. I think both of the coaches is great, honestly. Um, um, the biggest thing for me is just hard to go uh, go against Pat, Patrick Mahomes, man, I, um, at the end of the day. So I just think, like, him and Andy Reid always finds a way uh, to kind of get it done. Obviously, you got Travis, you got that. Uh, I'm also from Kansas City, Missouri. So, I mean, I wouldn't say, obviously, I'm, a, I'm not a Chiefs fan no more because I'm with the Buccaneers. But, you know, if I'm not in it, man, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the hometown. So I, I, think, uh, I think they get it done. Dude, was that so hard? That was a great analysis. Appreciate that, dude. I appreciate your energy, dude. Man, I appreciate you your journey. I appreciate the friendship. I appreciate that you always make yourself available for the show, Rashad. That's why I want you to kick off Thursday. It's great to see you, man. You look great. Always hey, going to talk to you, man. Appreciate Thanks so much. You, appreciate you, dude, on, so man. much. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved for only a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everybody feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. You can choose the pair you want. Limited time only during breakfast hours. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. If you're watching on CBS Sports Network, you're checking out the sphere and look at that. Look at that set. You got Tommy on one side of me, and you got the fountains going off in the back. Man, it is so awesome. All right, so we're setting up hour number three. Do not go anywhere. This is an enormous hour. This is going to be a great, great hour, and I've been looking forward to this particular hour all week long. In fact, if we're being real, I've been looking forward to running down this guy for a long, long time. We are joined right now by the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Let me tell you about the year he's coming off of. Pro Bowl selection. Offensive MVP of the Pro Bowl, top 10 in the league in passing and TDs this year, a Heisman Trophy winner, a two-time All-American. He led Tampa Bay to the NFC South title. He appears courtesy of Advanced Auto Parts. You know I'm talking about Baker Mayfield. 
Baker, I'm being real about it, man. You are one of the guys I really wanted to see this week, man. It is good <laughs> to finally see you in person and chop it up, man. How you doing? How you living? Doing great. Doing great. Been enjoying this uh, this whole past year. Enjoyed the whole process, and now I'm uh, just getting to enjoy this whirlwind here in Vegas. All right, let me ask you about the process in the year because we're talking about an amazing year. It starts with you signing with the Bucks. You got to compete for and win the starting job. You have the best year of your career. You lead the team to the playoffs. Given how challenging, man, the entire journey has been and the process, when you think back, you fought for everything, as always. When you think back on this year, what are some of the images and emotions that come to mind? Oh, there's just so much, to be honest with you. Um, it just my, my whole journey this is pretty sweet by the way yeah, cool right this is awesome um, no just my whole journey the ups and downs uh, like you said like you mentioned having to fight for stuff having to earn it um, and for me having to earn the spot and then have the year that I had it I love that I love that having a scratch and claw for everything and um, just truly getting to enjoy it with the group down there in Tampa a, a great group of guys great organization that um, allowed me to be the best version of myself and so I'm thankful for that Baker Mayfield joining me on the set. You beat me to it. I was going to ask you about that because you've been talking about this all year long, how much you love the dudes in that yeah. locker room, how much you love those people. When did you first realize, man, and because not every locker room is like that, no. when no. did you first realize this is a special group and we could really achieve some great things? Yes, yeah, so when I got there early OTAs, I, I thought it was important to, uh, to get there for the whole thing, whole offseason program, but just seeing how close these guys were and a lot of the same key pieces that were there for the Super Bowl run and the deep playoff run. So seeing how close the, the interaction were not only just on the offensive side of the ball but the offensive defensive players interacting together and so um, just got to know some of those guys Jamel Dean Vita Vea uh, obviously our O-line guys immediately but just start to get to know them uh, on a personal level uh, and Chris Godwin some of those some of those young guys as well but it's it just the way they had their relationship set up already, it was so easy for me to come in and just integrate to the whole thing. Baker Mayfield is joining us. I want to read you a quote from your coach. Todd Bowles said, quote, you can't imagine the things that you don't see on the field that he's done for us from a team standpoint, from a mentality standpoint, from a bringing guys together and bringing guys along standpoint. I mean, dude, that's really high praise from a head coach. <laughs> How would you describe your approach as a leader? I've always found it truly fascinating of you know the leadership aspect of a great leader always elevates the guys around them whether it's play or inspiring them or somehow some way um, and for me it's learning how guys are wired what makes them tick and understanding um, whether I need to put my arm around my, a guy right here or put my foot up a rear end of another one <laughs> it's just understanding like when in the timing of when to say certain things I've always found that so interesting and so for me it's the, the relationships on the field, on the field are going to come, but it'll happen so much quicker if you get to know the person off the field. And, and I truly enjoy that. And it's not for uh, any sort of it's gotta selfish be authentic, factor. Right? It is. It is. I truly care about the, t the teammates and the people I'm around. And, and so just getting to know them and, uh, yeah, just always having fun with it. Always you know, giving the equipment guys or the training staff, people in the building a hard time and uh, letting guys know that it's okay to have fun and smile every once in a while, but when it's time to work, we work. Baker Mayfield joining us. You know, that leadership was on full display. The team hits something of a lull in the middle of the year, right? And yeah. then you go on that big run to end the regular season. I'm curious, what was your message as a leader when things were not going well in November? What were you telling guys? How did you keep everybody together when adversity hit? Yeah, yeah. Um, so started out three and one, and then lost five of six. We're right. sitting at four and seven. Not not real pretty. Not exactly what we imagined. Um, for me, it was leaning on the other guys that had been there before, that it had been 
in the season that they actually won the Super Bowl. They were sitting at 7-5 and five and then wound up going on an unbelievable run to win. And so for me, trusting those guys that have been there before, but then telling everybody, hey, listen, and in reality, our division, we were all kind of sitting around the same record. So it's like, hey, guys, one game at a time, if we fight for this, we're going to be in a position to win the division and, and handle our own and control our own destiny. And so um, you can't ask for anything else other than that. Yeah, it's not we don't want to be four and seven right now. We should be at a better record. We want to be, but we still control our own destiny. Here's the thing. You know this. You don't need me to tell you this, but what you do is even more important than what you say. And the fact of the matter is you win the division title. You thrash Philadelphia in the wild card round. You give Detroit all they can handle in the next round. You've played four playoff games in your career. You put up numbers in every one of those games. In other words, the bigger the stage, the better you play. And it's been like that since college. You can't say that about everybody. What is it about the big moments that bring out the best in you? Um, for me, I th- I enjoy the preparation. I, I love the intensity of the matchup, everything that leads up to it, the build-up. You get fired up for it. And it's just its an unbelievable opportunity when you get to compete on a national level, national stage, uh, against some of the best opponents. You want to you wanna bring your A game. You want to you wanna have your best stuff. So I, I think the preparation, you even lock in even more, just the little details. And it's, it's fun to look back at, with the memories of the, of the preparation with your teammates and your guys and understanding if we're on the same page, we're going to create memories that are going to last a lifetime. It seems to me like, I mean, not every part of the job is going to be great. You're not going to love every part of the job. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Am I wrong? Do you love every part of the job? Like, there's got to be this element of, it's not like if you convince yourself and you reframe it, not like I have to, but I get to. Oh, absolutely. Right? Do you see it that way? Absolutely. And a, a big part of that for me this year was Dave Canales. He has that mentality. And so that's exactly what Carolina is getting. But for me, it's I, talking to people this morning. I play football for a living. <laughs> That's a sick joke. Like, this is a game that I, I just love, and I'm getting to do this for uh, a job. And, and yeah, the only thing sicker than that is they pay me to talk to guys like you <laughs> who get to play football and get paid. That's even, that's even sicker a joke. But it's true. But, like, it's but, so but, but you fun. get it, right? Finish that thought. No, it, it's just so much fun. And so, like, uh, every once in a while, you know, you go into a, a Wednesday install day, and it's just long and grueling or whatever it is, or you wake up on Monday morning and you're sore as hell. And it, 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 then you realize, who else gets to do this? I mean, truly, at the quarterback position, there's 32 guys in the world that can say they were a starting quarterback at that time. And so um, it's an unbelievable blessing, and I, I try not to take that for granted ever. Baker Mayfield joining us. Baker, did you always know, like, for instance, the thing that impresses me most, I know you're a baller. I know you're tough. I know you can lead. But the way you handled all this, I mean, anybody else could have been really upset, really angry about being released by one team, traded by another. But it didn't seem like any of that ever got to you. Did you always know that, hey, man, I just need the opportunity. I just need the right situation. I know I'm that guy. I know I can still play at the level I played at this year. Did you ever doubt that? Uh, no, I, I knew I needed one of those opportunities at a great spot. But that's, for me, there were frustrating times. I, I'd be lying if I said otherwise that I wasn't frustrated. But it, it took me back to the old saying, control what you can control. And a lot of those things, a lot of those variables were out of my control. And so for me, realizing that if I just go to work every day, do everything I can to put my head down and, and just grind and, and then be proud of the relationships that I kept along the way and the, those things that I built, um, I can be proud of that at the end of the day. And eventually... I'll end up in a good spot, and all that hard work, we'll, uh, we'll see what comes to life. All right, so really quickly, what about the business of the business? I mean, you had an amazing year. You made it very clear. You're comfortable there. You love them. They love you. You are going to be a free agent. How are you going to approach that process? Do you want to stay there, or do you owe it to yourself to look around and listen? Uh, there's a little give and take, uh, but 
I, I love it there. I, I, I did love it there. Going into free agency last year, I had the mentality, I'm going to pick somewhere organizationally top down. They do it well. They're about winning. Because at that point in my career, that's all I wanted to do was, was have a chance to win and be in a good spot and enjoy it again. Um, so I'll have that mentality. But obviously, I've seen what Tampa does firsthand. So, well, they, you know, it, the ball's in their court right now. Um, but, yeah, the, the, we would love to be back there. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm going to ask you about advanced auto parts. I have one more thought for you. And this is further evidence of the way your mind works. You know, dude, if you stay in Tampa Bay, it's going to be your seventh offensive coordinator in seven years. I think it's, I mean, I think it's eight. Is it eight? I think it's eight, yeah. What, dude, what, what is that like? <laughs> it's not something you'd hope for, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a little bit of a mess. Um, <laughs> You know, but, but you don't know any other way, though, dude. The thing no, is, it's kind of what it's your normal. It is. So unfortunately, it is my normal. But for me, it's looking at the different systems, looking at the different coaches and how they teach it and, and trying to not necessarily be like, oh, here's another one this year. Take away something from that system, how they coach it, how they approach that system and try and learn from that. And so um, each you know, situation is an opportunity to learn and, and grow from there. I lied, dude. One more thought. What about the Rams? <laughs> you dropping down with the Rams midweek and not even knowing where the locker room was and then going out on Thursday night and winning? Yeah. Dude, that was incredible. What was that game in that week like for you? Oh, a whirlwind. I mean, my goodness. We were on – we had a bye week when I was in Carolina. I was in Cabo San Lucas when I was getting word that Carolina was possibly going to make me inactive. Um, and so I get back to Charlotte and – Las Ventanas or El Dorado Club, what? A little bit of everything down I there. Yeah. I see you working. A few margaritas, sand, right. sand, feet you, didn't go, sand. you didn't go to the office, did you? Uh, no. no, 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 no. You know that place? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, do. I do. Not this time. I do. Not this time. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Go ahead. Finish, <laughs> You're good. Finish, I love Cabo. <laughs> finish the thought. <laughs> Same. Um, and so I get back to Charlotte, find out, um, you know, they're not going to be active. They're like, all right, we want to help you out. I'm like, okay, you want me to ask if I want to be released? Okay, whatever. I'll do it. Um, and not the unknown of like waiver wire hits at four Eastern on a Tuesday and looking at the order of it. I'm like, I think I need to go to LA. (laughs) I book a flight and go out there. I get a call at four Eastern. I'm in, I'm in the Charlotte airport boarding a plane to LAX and I get a call from Les Need and Sean McVay get out there. And and two days later, how am I playing in a football game? I have no (laughs) idea. I still, that's one of those things that I still look at. I'm like, that's not real. Dude, was that just a blur? Yes. Yeah. So, so how did you do it? How did you approach it? How did you do it? I studied like I've never studied for anything before um, and just sat down with those guys immediately when I got in and stayed up for quite a while studying the plays, showed up the next day for a uh, walkthrough, and I thought Sean was joking when I was like, hey, go get some reps in the walkthrough. Like, what are you talking about? And so he made sure my cadence was the same as what they had been doing all year, went from there, uh, and just studied all day. And luckily, Thursday night game, um, just kept studying throughout throughout the whole day and then rode down to SoFi with Sean on the day of the game and um, somehow made it work. You know, like it's like midterms or finals, man, when you don't study all quarter long and all of a sudden you're <laughs> freaking out like, man, i got to pull two, all, two all-nighters and get it done. As you can tell, dude, I've been looking forward to talking to you. You're working with Advanced Auto Parts this week. Yep. What are you doing with those folks? So obviously, we're here for the Super Bowl, but uh, even bigger Sunday is the following Sunday, February 18th, is National Car Battery Day. Mm. Yeah, a little fun fact for you guys that didn't know that. Um, <laughs> But it, that is fun, dude. The, the campaign for advanced auto parts is false start skill drives. And so, obviously, when you talk about football, you know how frustrating false starts are. But uh, if you have a dead car battery, that's also extremely frustrating. So what we got going on here is if you register at aapfalsestarts.com, 
before the Super Bowl, you get a chance to win a free car batteries for life. So that's not the length of your car life. It's the length of your life. So pretty sweet gig. But there's got to be one false start in the, in the Super Bowl. So hopefully the nerves are there. We don't want a sloppy game. Just one false start and we'll be good. Just one, right? Yeah, just one. That's All it a takes is one. Baker, i got to tell you, man, I mean, like I said, it lived up to the hype. I've been looking forward to this. I appreciate you. Thanks for taking so much time, man. It appreciate was great, it. great to get caught up, man. Thanks so much. Thank you. Baker Mayfield, if you need him, that was a lot of fun. And, yes, I've been looking forward to that one for a long time. So, quick question. Why is Old Trapper Beef Jerky so amazing? Let's start with the fact that it is a family-run business. A family business which stands by quality and produces the world's best beef jerky. Now, I've made this point many, many times, and I want to make it again right now. Beef jerky is not just beef jerky. I think some of you go to the store, and you reach for the beef jerky, and you think it's all the same. In fact, you might not even know what you're buying. That's a big mistake. Stop making that mistake. All beef jerky is not the same. In fact, there's nothing like Old Trapper. It is simply the best. Four mouth-watering flavors, so you can get your choice of whatever you want. Myself, I like them all the same. I bounce back and forth between each and every one of them. So you can do the same thing. They come in four-ounce bags. If you need to learn, do it that way. If you already know what you want, go with the 18-ouncer. That way there's enough for everybody, the entire unit, the entire family, the entire team. If you do not see it, ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares Old Trapper, what is your beef? We are joined right now by a wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. He just completed his third season. He was the 2021 NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's already a three-time Pro Bowler this season. A career-high 100 receptions, over 1,200 receiving yards. He had seven touchdowns. He appears courtesy of sleep number. I'm talking about Jamar Chase. Jamar, it's great to have you on the program. Thanks for joining us, man. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good, y'all. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you, dude. Really appreciate you. Listen, I'm pretty much also aware that you would much rather be preparing to play this week instead of talking to me, but I want to ask you this. Considering all the injuries and the adversity the team dealt with this season, how pleased were you that the team never let go the rope, continued to battle, and finished the season with a winning record? Yeah, man, I can say we went through a lot of adversity from, you know, injuries, going from quarterback to receiver, you know, running back, um, line, you know, all over the, the, the field. So um, it was just a lot of adversity for everybody just come together as one big team, one unit, and, you know, want to actually still win and play football games. And uh, that was the biggest thing for us when Jake got the job. I think we all adjusted to Jake and, you know, was ready to, to back him up. I'm on the Las Vegas Strip. Jamar Chase is on Radio Row joining us. You know, you were among the walking wounded, dude. You suffered a separated shoulder late in the season, yet you still had the most productive year of your career despite the injury and despite the team finishing 9-8. and eight. Do you feel like personally you fought through that adversity and took the next step as an individual player because of everything you went through? A lot of the things that I did was for the organization and for the team to, to get in a better spot for the future. Um, you know, I did it to hopefully have a chance to get in the, get in the playoff runs and, you know, hopefully, um, you know, I was going to have an opportunity to get healthy right before the playoffs, but, um, you know, that didn't, that didn't really go as planned. So um, we did all we could do and make as far as we could. And Jamar, this is really interesting. You, you think about this. 
you know, you could have a Pro Bowl roster comprised only of LSU alums. There are so many amazing LSU players in the league. It's kind of surreal to think about it. It wasn't that long ago, but you and Justin Jefferson had Joe Burrow getting you the ball when you won the Natty at LSU. I mean, to me, it's kind of surreal, even though we all saw it and it wasn't that long ago. What were those days like, though, for you? What do you remember most about the guys you lined up with in college? And what were those days like? Yeah, for me, man, honestly, I could say uh, the thing I remember most was honestly just having fun. You know what I'm saying? We were having fun doing things that we love, you know, scoring touchdowns, making plays on the field. Um, so, I mean, that's just a dream that, you know, every kid always wants to do, you know. But when we see it on TV and we're watching ourselves, you know, it feels so surreal. And at the end of the day, you know, me and Justin, we push ourselves so hard with competition with one another and Joe pushing us in the film room to make each other better. Jamar Chase joining us. So let me ask you something. I talked to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith on this show. They were on together last week. I said, Devontae, who is the best receiver in the game right now? He said, A.J. Brown. I said, A.J., who is the best receiver in the game right now? He said, Justin Jefferson. So, Jamar, let me put the question to you. Who is the best receiver in the game right now? I got two for you. I got two. I got two. I got two. Hit me. Okay? I know you say one, but I got two. I got Tyreek Hill and I got Justin Jefferson. Uh, the only reason why I say those two, uh, those two guys put up stats uh, unbelievably, man. And, you know, when you watch them play football, they do it with so much ease. And um, honestly, those are my two. All right, I get that. Respect. I can understand that. You know, you look at the Bengals and the Chiefs. You guys have a strong rivalry, man. It's fun. It's a really good rivalry. Let me quickly ask you that Kansas City defense is as good right now as it's been since they started to get to the Super Bowl and in the recent years. What makes them such a tough matchup defensively? What do you think they do best on that side of the ball? Yeah, uh, I think they just really have good schemes on how they play in there, the, the players they play against. Um, you know, they might scheme against a the player, they might scheme against the run or the pass, but, you know, I think they do a good job of scheming against, you know, what they're trying to stop against a certain team. All right, so you're teamed up with Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. What are you doing with those folks, and what are the details, Jamar? Yeah, so I'm with Sleep Number today. Um, they have 80% of the lead for sleep number. Um, as you know, athletes need their sleep, and you know they hooked me up with a sleep doctor to get me right, um, making sure that I know my sleep quality, my times, what times I need to be sleep. Um, you know, and the best thing for it, it shows me where I need to be at during the season, how much sleep that I need so I can prepare and play myself at the next level. Hey, dude, I'm really curious. Athletes do need their sleep. I'm going to go one. I'll do you one better. Human beings need their sleep. I don't get enough, man. I'm curious. You paying the price that you pay physically and mentally, like how many hours a night do you generally get of sleep? Yeah, uh, honestly, you know, I, I usually get like six and a half maybe seven sometimes if I'm really just getting sleep. Um, but, you know, my, my goal now is to just get eight hours of sleep, get a full eight hours of sleep, get myself on a good schedule at nighttime and, you know, put it to bed. That's it, dude. You got to schedule it, man. It's discipline. I, I'm with you. I, I don't get eight. I wish I got eight, but you're right. We got no one to blame but ourselves. Jamar, listen, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for making time. I wish I'd see you here on the set, but I'll take you on Radio Row. Thank you very much, man. Have a great day. Y'all too. Thank you. Jamar Chase, what a great player. He is such a great talent. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome back. I'm Jim Rome. We are live from the fountains of the Bellagio. Austin Eckler is off to the side. I'm going to have him in about 30 seconds. Really quickly, I want to read some of this feedback. This one made me laugh out loud. John in New York sent the following, quote, great, great interview with Baker. You might love Baker more than I love you. John, that's one of your best submissions ever. That is funny, yo. That is really funny. Baker's getting a lot of love. DJ JB gets it. He writes, great interview with Baker Mayfield, Jim. I'm so glad you had the opportunity to speak with him. It's been a while coming. I know you were looking forward to it. Thank you so much for having Baker. I'm with you. I've always liked that guy. I hope he continues to be successful. And one more. Wow. At Jim Rome. What a freaking interview with that Baker Mayfield. I'm a huge Browns fan. And damn, do I miss that guy. He's a worker. That's for sure. All right. One last segment. As mentioned, you should walk him up here. We are joined right now by a running back who just completed his seventh season with the Chargers. He finished up the year with 628 yards rushing, five rushing TDs to go along with 436 receiving yards. He had a touchdown reception to boot for his career, over 4,300 rushing yards, 39 rushing TDs to go along with another 3,800 receiving yards and 30 more TDs. He appears courtesy of Dairy Queen. He is Austin Eckler. Austin, I got it. First of all, dude, what's up, man? How you doing? Well, Good to see you. Well, first of all, I want to say first of all, cause look, look what you got going on here. This yeah, is gonna, what I'm talking about. How you, how you like me now? You're on top of the world like over now, here. I how do you like me now? <laughs> gotta, we got to rep the 949. Got to rep the 949. Dude, did my executive producer, Tom, roll up on you with, yo, Eck, what up? He did. It, we're bo- dude, hey, I feel like we've been on the show before, you know, like, it's like family now. I, you know? I, I didn't know you guys were tight like that, man. <laughs> Fam. That's it. Hey, man, that's how good of a guy he is. He's going to allow that, dude. What up, Eck? What a dude. Com- comfortable much, dude. What up, Eck? He must have had me on fantasy or something, you know, so he feels like we're tight or something. I don't know. All right, so I'll ask him, man, what up, Eck? How you living, man? How you feeling? What's up? I, I've been great, man. I've been been awesome. Um, looking forward to, uh, you know, getting into this, this free agency. And, uh, you know, this last couple weeks have, for me have been just a lot of reflecting, um, um, learning from this last season, also getting into some of my off-season off endeavors, but uh, um, a lot of exciting things moving forward. All right, so there's a lot to unpack. That's a really good answer. I'm curious because you're one of those guys, you think on things quite a bit. You self-audit, you self-scout. I mean, you have a real active mind. As you look back on this past year, like what kind of thoughts do you have? What, what did you learn about yourself? How have you processed the last year or so? Yeah, um, learned a lot. I learned a lot from myself. Um, I know that I need to step up more as a leader. Um, that's one thing that I take accountability for. Um, I think I was a leader, but not in the sense of the way that we needed. I think we needed more of a of a cultural pull together for our team. Um, and I know I, I could have done that much better. Um, and um, going through and even just looking at like the offense and how we were running it and I, how we had had success in the past. I think almost 
we got away from a little bit of that, and I should have I should have stepped up earlier and talked about that. So bringing a lot of this the responsibility on me of, of how my season went last year, obviously dealing with the injury as well doesn't doesn't help. But um, I got I got to step up more um, when it comes to my role and what I'm able to bring to the team, and I take that response. And whatever team I'm on next, I know I'm going to be putting those lessons in, whether it's back with the Chargers, whether it's with the new team. I'm looking forward to that opportunity. All right, so I respect that. That's a lot of accountability right there. That's a lot of responsibility. But in your defense, I was going to say, how challenging is it to lead when you're not 100% physically and you are dealing with injuries? I mean, it's not an easy thing to say, hey, man, we need to do this when you're not at your best and you can't necessarily do all those things you've done. Yeah, it's not about being easy. Um, it's about you know doing what you need to do, um, and especially in this league where it's it's a really tough league, you know, and it's it's very very small increments of of you know you know um, things that can put you off, you know, put you over the top, and then it actually can bring you home. Um, and so for us, it, it doesn't matter if it's hard. It doesn't it doesn't matter, right? It has to be done, and it takes it takes men to step up and actually go take on those roles. And that's the situation I was in. I had a C on my chest. I got to be there, and I got to make sure I do my job. And um, it takes a village, absolutely. It's not all Austin. Austin, I could have made and switched over the whole whole uh, season, but it's not any one individual. It's a collective. My man, I say this with all respect. You know this. You know what you're saying. You've got that C. So why did you not do that in that moment, do you think? Yeah, I, I think I didn't recognize that I needed to be in. I think it was one of those things where I reacted because I, I was like, okay, I'm trying to figure out what's going on um, because we have so much talent. And I think it was now that I look back, I just think that we had the talent there, but I think there was the, it was the gel of, of the accountability of, of holding each other accountable and our leaders not necessarily holding the standard high enough or where it needed to be to play at a high enough caliber that we could play at. And that's, that's something that you know when it's over. Not necessarily know when you're in it because you're like, okay, like I'm doing everything. I'm motivating the guys. It, you know, right? Or you, you know. fix it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and it sucks, you know, because, you know, you don't get this time back and, the, you know, football, it moves on um, and, you know, careers are short. Um, also, too, for Brandon, you know, our, our head coach, he was like the lightning rod of it. And everyone's like, oh, it's Brandon. It's Brandon. It's, it's not Brandon. It's all of us. We're all in this together. We're all putting the product on the field, on the practice field, in the culture. Um, and it's, so it's, it's a collective. Yeah, he was the face of it, but it, it's a whole new shift. And then, you know, them bringing in Jim Harbaugh. And so I think that's going to be a new opportunity where I've heard some, some great things uh, from, coaches, or from players that he's coached at the 49ers, that that's what he brings to the table is that culture, is that standard. So it's not only having that at the helm, which we did have with Brandon, but it's also the players that have to be able to actually embrace it and then hold that standard as well. Austin Eckler joining us. So is that what it comes down to? Like, you guys were in so many close games. Like, it seemed like every single time you took the field, you knew it was going to come down to the last minute. It was going to be a close game. And unfortunately, you didn't really fare very well in those games. Is that what you're talking about? We had enough talent to beat anybody and be in every single game, but something was missing. Absolutely. And, you know, I've been in the, in the league long enough to respect the game that there's going to be a lot of close games. You know, it's, it's rare where you blow everyone out. You know, there might be a few teams here and there that are going to be able to do that. Um, and wherever, everyone's trying to build up to that. But for the most part, games are going to be close. And when they're close, guess what, what matters even more is the, is the tiny details that I was talking about. And it's the difference between being a top team making just barely barely making the playoffs or maybe not even making the playoffs um, and having a season like we did and it's it's such a minor detail and it's it's little things that for me it was like death by a thousand cuts for us this year where it was just like little things that kept adding up adding up and kind of just you know tipped us over there at the end of the season um, and we had all of our stuff going on with the coaches and those changes and things like that 
Um, but you know, from from day one, you know, it's so important. And this is for for any team that I play on. Like where I'm coming from mentally is I'm making sure that I, I continue to bring that sticky enough, sticky stuff as a as a competitor, as a leader. Um, and for me, you know, just on the field, yeah, I didn't have the best the best year this year. Uh, but for me, I'm coming back healthy, ready to go, ready to continue to put fire into any team that I get on. Let's see. So where's your head at? Or do you want to stay with the Chargers? Or maybe is it time to try something new? I would love to save the Chargers. I love the ma- I love the move that they made. Um, I think that's going to be a new spark for just the entire organization. But that's really what I'm looking for. So even if I do go back to the Chargers, I feel like it is still like a new spark because there's a new feel, there's a new um, you know anticipation that's now built there. But it's the same if I go to a different team. So looking forward to you know having the opportunity. It really comes down to really what I see is quality and, and putting myself in a quality position as far as, hey, what, how are you going to use me? What's the philosophy of, of the run and throwing the ball to the backs? Like, what's, what's the coordinator feel about that type of play? Am I going to be a tandem? Am I going to be a starter? There's a lot of different, you know, uh, factors that play in, and it, uh, it'll all play out here in a couple months. Dude, fit is so important. Have you heard from Jim Harbaugh? Have you spoken to him? Yeah, so I haven't spoken to him. He texted me the other day um, a few weeks ago at, or a couple days after he got hired and just was opening up uh, the line to you know if you ever wanted to you know chat and just just give me you know some respect um, on my game and you know likewise for him and all the th- success he's had and obviously winning the championship um, with Michigan so did you um, block him <laughs> never I'm just playing, man. I, shouldn't drag, I shouldn't drag my beef with him into this, in this with you I'm just kidding man I'm just kidding I mean bottom line is like I think you've had enough success in the league people know who you are I'm curious though and the tapes there everybody knows what they're getting but because you went through what you went through physically do you know without any without any doubt whatsoever you're still that same guy you can still do everything that you've always done oh, yeah. and you you're that guy still you know this absolutely absolutely i meant and, that as a question oh oh yeah no i'm here that's why i'm answering it um and for me i, I dealt with the injuries was dealing with the ankles and things like that trying to you know deal with the high ankle and then another ankle sprain on the other one um, but for me like in practice like I'm still there I'm hitting my numbers hitting 20 miles an hour in, in practice and still running still catching the ball still still have the spark still have the mental the capacity to go out and oh, I know that and dude and so I, I know you're hungry <laughs> so yeah I mean, you could feel my energy but I, I'm ready to go and so I'm, I'm looking forward to like I said any opportunity that I get let's let's go make it, a it run. sounds to me like you're like in reboot mode no matter where you are if you stay I'm, where you are that's the mentality if you get an opportunity someplace else that's the mentality I mean this is always been your mentality. This is the great thing. You proved your point. You made it. You overcame all the long odds. You are that guy, but you're still as hungry as you've ever been. You're working with DQ, dude. What are you doing with DQ this week? We are week? here with DQ. We're, we're, we're at the Super Bowl you know, experience. We're, we're at the best. This is like the best setup that is, I've been on today. I don't think anything's going nice, to top right? this. Yep. Yeah, so shout out to CBS Sports. Um, but yeah, so we're here. So if you're not here, you're probably home watching the game, right? And if you're home watching the game, guess what? You got to have food. You got to have a great assortment of food. And so that's why we're here with DQ, we know the iconic blizzards. You know, I hand the blizzard. Dude, best thing ever. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Well, we got a new item on the menu that we're going to be uh, talking about here soon too. It's the it's the honey barbecue toss and sauce chicken strips. Okay. Great add to the to the selection of food at at the Super Bowl appearance, um, and also have some burgers in there as well. And so, if you want to check out more about DQ and what they're adding to our, our array of assortment of food, um, check it out at DairyQueen.com, or you can check on the app. All right, so that's cool. That's really interesting. I want to tell you something. I don't know. If, I don't know if you know the answer to this or not. We have a lake house in the Northwoods of Wisconsin. There is a DK a DQ there. It's a small town, Eagle River. Dude, I don't know what it is. That blizzard there does not taste like any blizzard. <laughs> 
blizzard anywhere else. I don't know if that's kind of a Midwest thing, a dairy thing. Know. Dude, it's like crack. It's wow. like the greatest thing ever. Wow. Like, I would put you on a plane just so you could have that blizzard to compare it to our 949 Cali blizzard, which are <laughs> awesome, which are awesome. I don't know, man. Can I get with your people? I need that explained to me. Why yeah, is that I, thing so we, good? We got some representation here in the back, but hey, when you're yeah. there, also get you some chicken strips, too, because, I mean, that's, that's no, I'm the going new- straight ice cream, dude. I'm going right to the crack, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going right for the sugar. I mean, I'm doing my best to try to cut that out of my life, but when I'm when that if there's a blizzard and I'm in that same area code, man, I'm going there. For I'm sure. going there. So, dude, how long are you here this week? Are you gonna? Are you one of those guys who's gonna beat it out before the game? Because if I'm not playing in the game, I don't need to be near the game. Or how are you gonna approach it? No, I'll be here. I'll be here all the way till Sunday. And for me, Super Bowl week, I, I love Super Bowl week. Good and for you. Know, if I'm not playing, obviously that's what we're all trying to do. But if, if I've taken advantage of all the different opportunities out here, right? Getting to talk to people like yourself, come on a set and hang out, meet meet a lot of different people, and just continue to expand the network. Because um, you never know where an opportunity is gonna come from. But you know, if you don't have that connection, that it actually will never happen. So that's so well said. You understand that. You understand that. I get why guys that if they're not playing in the game, they don't want to be here. But you've always been different in that regard because you're about expanding the network, mm. man, expanding your bandwidth, expanding Community. your scope. Dude, who are some of your biggest influences either in or out of the game? The guys that you draw the most juice and inspiration from? Yeah, it's always, for me, but really been entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, and I actually got my start in just this journey was I was going into business. I wanted to grow in the business space. And then this thing called football gave me an opportunity. And I was like, oh, let me go try that. And that's been working out for me ever since. Incredible. But my entrepreneurial spirit has never left me. And so it's really been that spirit of, hey, people that are trying to build something that's really going to make an impact, a positive impact in people's life and a community. And it's really that that spirit that I look up to, not necessarily individual, but a lot of individuals that are doing that. And I really am really looking forward to continue to being around those types of people and trying to push just like those people are to make an impact in the world. It's an energy thing. Yeah. It's an energy thing, isn't it? Absolutely. 100%. It's not just, it's not pegged to one person because there's people doing it in multiple ways and I respect it all. It's energy. That's how you close the show, man. That's why I wanted you to close the show, because it's an energy thing. Listen, I appreciate you so much, man. I appreciate the friendship. appreciate the relationship. Thanks for working your way over to the stage. And it's great to see you, man. You made it yeah, better. Likewise. You always make likewise. it better. Appreciate you. I mean, couldn't, couldn't be bad with this. I mean, yeah, this how is can we complain, just, man? We could just be out here hanging out you, all day. You this would is have great. to be such a sucker and a chump to complain man, about anything. I, not you one and I time. are sitting here talking football outside wow. of this. Look at it. Appreciate you, Eck. Absolutely. All right. I want to.